B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Get those nerds! 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 You're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome, everyone, to another week in Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, and, of course, all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I am joined joyfully, as always, by my co-host, James. I'm so joyful to be here, everybody. I hope you're having a great <laughs> uh, afternoon, evening, or morning, whenever you're consuming this content. I'm going to poke you, prod you guys with a stick and be happy. Uh, also joined by Mr. Al Beck. I am so sweaty right now, and I'm not really sure why. Be happy! <laughs> you know All what? that guitar shredding you were doing before we started recording. <laughs> I will say I'm much more awake than normal because, well, I didn't have to work this morning. Yeah, you guys are on vacay, lucky bastards. I woke up to uh, text messages from you guys going like, hey, when are we doing nerd radio? Well, I realized that we had not actually hey. discussed it, you know? James said, hey, and I was waiting for the rest of that sentence. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Oh, the moment had passed. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I was talking over somebody. The moment had passed. That's all. (laughs) Well, last week I sent out a call to all the nerd radio listeners about uh, what game I should play for the rest of the summer. What worst game in the series you guys wanted me to play. And uh, that moment has passed because I just checked this morning. And after 37 votes, it looks like I'm going to be playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. For the next couple of months which is fine with me because that's one game whereas final fantasy 13 is like three true what three whole games one game yeah sounds like a cash grab yeah well it kind of was there was the regular final fantasy 13 and there were like two sequels to that specific final fantasy so you could continue to play in that universe so just overpriced downloadable content basically pretty much but uh the fun part is i posted a picture it was either yesterday or the other day or uh monday of the games because i already own everything that you know i I put up there to play and i think in total i spent maybe 30 bucks on mass effect and drama and then the three final fantasies and a guide so oh geez and you should do like your own youtube channel like the thrifty gamer I guess, yeah, because like each of them, right. like, oh, this was only four bucks, and this one was six bucks. Yeah. And, oh, that's cool. And calculate it out to like how many, how much gaming time per dollar do you get out of your games? Oh my god, that's. See, now I'm going to want to do that with some of the other games, like Final Fantasy 15, that I spent so many hours in. It's like I've spent ten dollars in that game. How many hours per cent? Right. Did I get yeah, out of that? See? That's a, and then come up that's with a catchy a, term for for having like little the uh, little to no cost per gaming hour, you know? Yeah, that's that's actually a fun math problem. <laughs> I'd be more fun to just play. It could the be a fun games. little video series. Well, yeah, I guess that's true too. Thanks, Al. Uh, well, Debbie Downer over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? It's funny that you guys bring this this up because I saw this story last week. Um, how many hours do you think? Each of us is going to end up playing video games in like your lifetime. Uh, hmm. Well, well, I guess well, let's, I know I'm. Let's pull it. Back I have to about weekly. five hours a week. Yeah. Okay. okay. So five hours a week. What? How long? How long do you think in a year you end up spending playing video games? Well, if I do five hours a week times 52, <laughs> so five times two, zero, clear to one, that's like 260 hours, I think, if my math, my mental math is correct. I don't have a calculator in front of me, so I would say, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Al's numbers are, Al's numbers are significantly lower. Yeah, it's, um, I might go months without playing at all. Yeah, whereas my numbers may be slightly higher than James. Uh, but a, yeah, a so I'm looking at about 11 days a year I spend gaming. I feel like your numbers, Chuck, are way higher than James because you also take that switch with you wherever you go. So you get minutes in here and there. Don't be cheating us on those switch hours, <laughs> Chuck. I'll tell you what, I honestly haven't been taking the switch everywhere the last couple of weeks. 
Oh, really? Because every just every to piece, work on Fridays. Now, now, here's the other question: Are we counting things like cell phone games? Because yeah, you know, playing Candy Crush on the can can count, James. Oh shoot! <laughs> My number is trying to be way. <laughs> We got to add, you know, almost 30 to 40 minutes a day to those totals. That's almost an hour a day. That's almost another seven hours. Wow. I might be right on par there with Chuck, man. We'll send out to NASA to get those numbers back for you, James. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all that candy crushing on the can adds up. You're right, Al. So this is my, my, my new mantra. Candy crushing on the can can add up. Well, there was a study over in Europe. They uh, surveyed a thousand adults who game regularly. And said that the average was eight hours in a week uh, spent uh, playing online and a total of two and a half weeks each year. Hmm. And once they did the uh, the hard math, they said the average for an adult playing uh, online games was uh, about three years of their life. Huh. Wow. Three whole years. Yep. Would you take this offer? You can sit and play three years of your life just straight video games, but then you can't play a single video game after the three years no. until you die. No. Oh, okay. There you go. You got to oh. spread it out, man, because like, no, because you would never get to play a game again. And, I, you know, I can use that. I'm not much of a gamer, so maybe it's easy for me to not want to game that much. But doing anything, playing my guitar or whatever, like, can I sit down and for three years and play the guitar straight and then never again? That would suck. I'd miss it. Yeah, plus something would come out afterwards that you're like, damn it, I want to play that, but I can't because right. I've done playing games. You guys are taking all these real world issues into context here. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, you're thinking about it too deeply. <laughs> Just think about this. So you'd be sick of playing video games by the time the three years are done, so you wouldn't want to play another video game. Think of all the free time you're going to have now to do something else with your life. All right. Well, still, you know, what are you going to fill that video game time with? But then call, say that you're sick of video games for a long time. Five years later, you're going to be missing those video games, man. I don't know. James is just in need of a video game binge right now. He's on vacation, and I'm guessing he still hasn't played that much, and I think it's getting to him. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> that's we're hearing true. right yes, now. I have gotten, <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten about three hours of gaming in since vacation started, and that was my stream uh, before the weekend. Right. James. If you could only eat, if, if if you could have as much Taco Bell as you wanted for three years and then never have Taco Bell ever again. Oh, man, he had to put it in a Taco Bell perspective. Ah, uh, see, there we man, go. Yeah. Think. Yep. I knew, I knew oh, that would crap. Put the, yeah. I knew that would hammer the point home. Yeah. The only advantage to the Taco Bell scenario is if you have three years of Taco Bell straight, your butthole might fall out and you won't be able to eat it anymore. <laughs> Well, then I can look forward to the rest of my life of being diarrhea-free for a majority of it. <laughs> Touche. Still a silver lining there. Another interesting thing in this study is that they said 78% of the people uh, surveyed encountered gaming rage. I feel like those numbers are way higher, but there are people that don't want to admit it. I'm not a yeah, serious gamer. I definitely gaming rage. Yeah. Hey, all I have to say to that, and anyone who's played God of War knows this, the spike room. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amy saw me playing Rum Royale the other night, and I uh, was using the horse to get from one place to another, and she she asked me, is this horse better than the horse from uh, <laughs> Shadow Colossus? Shadow the Colossus. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this horse doesn't give me as much problems. <laughs> you intentionally ran that horse off a few cliffs. I did. It felt good. <laughs> Take that, you piece of crap horse. I didn't intend to start this uh, this episode talking about gaming, but while we're here, sure, I got I got plenty of gaming news to uh, fill you guys in on. James, me and you play Warzone pretty. You guys, we play Warzone pretty regularly on the Wednesdays. Did yeah. you see that yeah. they added fifty players to Warzone now? Oh crap! I did not. So there's fifty more people I got to try to not get killed by. Perfect. So yep, that's what yeah, the game they, needed. More challenge. So what is it? One hundred and fifty. It was 150. Now it is a full 200. Oh wow! Okay. On the map, because Fortnite's 100, right? Yes. Yeah. It's typically, they were, uh, you know, around 100. Uh, I think like was it uh, Apex that was like 150 or 125? Yeah, they've they've been increasing the numbers every time a yeah. new battle royale game comes out. It's typically around 100 or so, though. There's a another new battle royale game coming out soon. Maybe you have it in the news, so I won't spoil it. 
You know, I did see that, but I don't think I grabbed it. Okay. But yeah, there there's another new are are you interested in that new Battle Royale game? Yeah, I want to check it out because uh, this one is by Ubisoft. Oh, okay. Um, I forget. It's like hyperspace or something like that. I forget exactly what the the name of it is. But uh, it's it's supposed to be integrated with Twitch, so your Twitch viewers will have control over some aspects of your game. Hyperscape, yeah, that's what it's called. And uh, I want to see what kind of aspect are they giving control to your viewers to do. And it seems like a really fun game to get into to get some uh, interaction with your your Twitch audience and your Twitch viewers to keep the interaction alive and going while you're also still playing a game. So uh, that's what's really got my attention. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Like you're saying, what kind of uh, what kind of interaction you get with Twitch? But it's going to be a free to play first person shooter battle royale style. I'm not sure uh, how many people drop in, but uh, it's going to be uh, futuristic. So it's going to be like combat, like Call of Duty, but with more uh, futuristic esque uh, weapons and uh, scenery. I believe. Hmm. I was just talking with Kelly uh, from Checkpoint a couple of days ago on Twitter. I was unaware that the um, the Final Fantasy MMO that they play, uh, Final Fantasy 14. Not only do you have to buy that game like you would any other game, but it's it has a subscription fee like World of Warcraft. Wow. I can't imagine in 2020 paying a subscription fee for a game. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean that's just it's not even the model anymore. You know, I mean, yeah. how many games now can you get on your phone for free? And they're counting on the microtransactions. But really, it's not that much different than a battle pass. Instead of a monthly subscription fee, you're, yeah, you're paying ten dollars every three months. Yeah, I've never bought a battle pass. Okay, see, I buy them. Yeah, I used to buy them regularly for Realm Royale. I've considered buying them for Fortnite, and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes Warzone almost gets me. They almost get me. They're like that guy go commercial. Oh, oh, but I'm the guy with the the fishing reel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. almost had my almost had my ten dollars Warzone. Almost <laughs> got it. No, no, couldn't sell me. I'll tell you what I will pay for is uh, stuff like PlayStation Plus or Xbox Gold yeah. for those free games. Oh, yeah. Uh, they announced that the uh, this month, July, is actually the 10th anniversary of PlayStation Plus. So they've been for 10 wow. years giving us free games. But this month, they're going to be giving us NBA 2K20 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay, that's cool. And they're also putting an extra game called Erica in there as well. I don't know if that's a VR game or not. I do like the free Rise games that come with rare. it. I mean, that was the, one of the cool things about PlayStation over Xbox originally was you didn't need to have anything to pay to play online on PlayStation where you had to have whatever your Xbox Live, I think it was called, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then all of a sudden when the PS4 came out, if you want to play online, you had to get PlayStation Plus. And I was pissed, but it's cool that you get all these free games along with it. Yeah, until you they started a little adding- bit more for your money. Until they started adding free games to it, it was like, that's BS. Yeah, exactly. Especially for me, I don't really play online at all, ever. I mean, I wouldn't have PlayStation Plus if it wasn't for the free games right now. That's the thing, too, is that, like I said, one of the games is going to be NBA 2K20. I would never in a million years play an NBA game, but if you want to give it to me for free, maybe I'll try it out. You're right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's kind of fun to have, like, a mindless uh, sports game to play, you know? Chuck tries it. He starts coming into work with like sweatbands and tank tops and gym shorts said, yeah, and high tops. From downtown! I started oh, he's trying to challenge us to one-on-one. Yeah, he's like, you want some one-on-one action with the Chuck? The Chizuck bean? <laughs> the Chizuck. Take it I'm, on. Let's take it to the court. I'm tossing things in the garbage can from farther and farther away and going, Kobe! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, you keep challenging everybody to these like garbage can throwdowns. You're like, mm-hmm. $20 says I can make it in that corner. <laughs> you got you sucked. You got- <laughs> oh damn! Wait it. for it, Alex. What's going to happen now? I know. I know. NBA two K twenty one time. Yep. I'm just glad. 2K- guys- I'm just glad it's two K twenty and not like a Larry Bird game because he's going to come in with those short shorts. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to keep the bird. In. The bird's going to stay in the house. <laughs> yeah, keep the bird in the house. <laughs> I know you guys have been talking about this Dr. Disrespect thing over at uh, Checkpoint, James. Fill me in. What in the world is going on? Yeah, so Dr. Disrespect's been, uh, from what we understand, permanently banned from Twitch. He claims that Twitch has not informed him as to what the reason behind the ban is. Some people are alluding that it could have something to do with some sort of like a sexual misconduct cover-up type situation. 
Uh, that's all. That's all allegations. Nothing's been confirmed uh, right. uh, in terms of that. Some people are saying it's due to him spreading false or misinformation on like COVID nineteen conspiracies. Uh, I've seen a headline about that, but that is still is yet to be confirmed. But uh, if you watch like Doctor Disrespect's last stream, looks like he gets some like bad news at the end, and then is kind of like he's kind of like trying to hype himself up, like we'll get through this. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. And then he's just like f. And then it goes into like one of his little transitions and ends the stream kind of prematurely. Oh, wow. So, but like his wife has gone on Twitter or Instagram and posted like, we thank you to the Champions Club for all the support or whatever. So people are kind of saying if his wife is behind him, it's probably not like a sexual misconduct accusation. Sure. It's got to be, you know, something else. Um, and other people are saying it has something to do with his taxes, tax evasion, but it doesn't make sense that Twitch would. Just eliminate, you know, the one big streamer that they have under contract for like a big money deal mm-hmm. uh, to just all of a sudden ban the channel because he's evading taxes. Like, what? What does Twitch care? That's between him and the government. Yeah, it's not like they can come back on Twitch for that stuff, right? Yeah, like Twitch is paying them what they're contractually obligated to pay the man, and he's not reporting it. That's who. Twitch doesn't care. That's crazy. I just saw that headline on our website this morning, so people can check out more details at WRF.com. And I also shared that link this morning on our uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so by the time this drops, go back to the Wednesday posts at uh, Nerd Radio yeah. 101. You know what's funny is I scheduled a post for my social media on Wednesday, and it's the exact same story. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I played catch-up. I was actually out of town for the weekend, so I, like, scheduled four, you know, days in advance, and today I had to do play a little catch up so no i saw that that was going on but i couldn't even watching weird beard talk about it like it was it seemed real fuzzy and i was wondering if anything had developed in that so i it's one of the yeah. one of the things that i was sure you were more aware of than i was oh yeah we talk about it a little bit uh, during uh, the latest checkpoint xp that should be posted uh thursday or friday hitting radio stages across the country on thursday uh afternoon slash evening but uh, yeah, man, it's the big story right now in esports and uh, the gaming world. Is yeah. What's up with Doctor Disrespect? Full disclosure: the only reason I even know his name is listening to you, James, and Chuck the Freak talk about him. <laughs> so otherwise, I wouldn't yeah. know who that yeah, is. Him and yeah, uh, Ninja uh, are the only names that I know, and it's because of you two. Yeah, him and Ninja; those are probably two of the the biggest in the in the game right now. Yeah. So to see Doctor Disrespect making headlines is uh, it's pretty crazy. All right, well, I got some more headlines to tell you guys about, but first we're going to take a short break. When we come back, if you're weird looking, then there may be a job for you in New Zealand. And sweet, some oh, of send me send it to me on LinkedIn. Of, oh, this is your this is your time to shine. <laughs> some of the uh, worst X Men movies are coming to Disney Plus, and one of the best X Men movies I've ever seen wasn't even produced by 20th Century Fox. And I'll talk to you guys about it next on Nerd Radio. Monarch of Mass, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. And over to my right, the hummus bread heartthrob, the quad of war, Idris Abraham. And together, we are known as Hello, Beefcake, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome back to more Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRIF.com. On the podcast page in Boston as well. Rock929rocks.com. And of course, you can find us on YouTube from way back in the day. We were hanging out on the Checkpoint XP uh, Studios. That show featuring James, also available. Yeah, you can find it at CheckpointXP.com or watch them when they're recording some of the segments live over at Twitch.tv slash CheckpointXP. So you guys are familiar with the uh, concept of the fan film, right? Where you get like a really accurate cosplayer to be Batman or, you know, Wolverine or something like that. Like sure. uh, one particular. Yeah, like those those projects, Al keeps asking us to dress up as MASH characters and yeah. <laughs> act out themes. Right, right. Yeah, it's just yeah, similar to what he keeps trying to get us to get involved in. Yeah, it's just weird that I've always I only have wardrobe from the waist up. Yeah, well, yeah, that I don't know why I always going to be hot lips McGillicuddy, whatever her name is. <laughs> as an aside, happy birthday to uh, the guy who played Klinger. Yeah, Jamie Farr turned eighty six as uh, today as we record this. Yeah, but we There's also match birthday. I know, but speaking of elderly, my el- sponsor for this brought to you by Ben Gay. <laughs> Well, speaking of my uh, elderly tastes in TV, and unfortunately a death watch, man, Carl Carl Reiner died. 
You had oh, to bring yeah. it back down, didn't you? Well, hey, you know uh, what? You uh, mentioned that it was a happy time, but you know what? Hey, at least I'm not saving it to the end. We're not ending on a on a sore note. <laughs> but man, that dude, was like Thanos. He wants balance. He wants good with his bad. He had a good yeah. happy birthday. Somebody somebody survived another year around the sun. I'll tell. Also, somebody didn't. Yeah, I will tell you this though. On that Alan. quick topic, <laughs> that um. It does. It worries me, man. Are we going to lose Mel Brooks soon? Because those two were real close. Yeah. They yeah. Were... I saw some of the pictures of the two of them together. Well, this is uh, in their like elderly age. They literally spent every evening together. Mel Brooks would bring dinner over to Carl Reiner's house and they would eat dinner, talk and watch a movie every single day. They're now, like the real life golden girls. They really are. But it's like, I'm worried now because, you know, like you get those old couples that have been together for 112 years and then one dies and the other one dies a week later. Like, are we going to are we going to lose Mel Brooks? I hope not. No, I hope not, too. But those two have been best friends Damn, for a long, some, long time. Dark stuff. I'm just dude. <laughs> I got to pay respect to Carl Reiner. That guy was a genius. You've paid the most darkest respect <laughs> anybody could ever pay. Well, Chuck can bring it back. <laughs> I hope his death doesn't cause another significant death. Yeah, right. Exactly. They come in threes. You know what, though? Bringing it back to Jamie Farr, how neat is it that the guy who played Klinger, the dude in the dress on MASH, his birthday is one day after Pride Month? Oh, that is cool. I didn't think about that. That's kind of neat. I didn't think about that. (laughs) That's kind of cool. Because, I mean, Klinger, obviously, he was wearing the dress because he wanted to get out of the army. So he wanted to be defined as crazy so i you know the character himself wasn't coded as gay but at the same time how many people you know growing up saw mash and saw clinger in a dress and went hey maybe that's all right right that's pretty cool yeah very true yeah so happy birthday jamie farr hopefully well, we hopefully he hasn't died about. by the time this podcast comes out <laughs> oh, for <God>. the return to debbie downer <laughs> he did turn 86 today so you never know well, bringing it back around to the topic initially I was trying to tell you guys about. Uh, uh, there, there's a fan film online that was just made. It came out this week uh, called Gambit Play for Keeps. And it uh, features the X-Men thief Gambit in a poker game with a whole bunch of bad, bad dudes. And it also has uh, magic from the New Mutants, the teleporting sister of Colossus yeah. and Rogue. Let me see if I can play you guys a little bit of it here because it's pretty awesome. Can't win them all. That's not possible. Look at the effects on that. That's amazing. This is like a fan film. It's crazy. Yeah, this this looks like a Hollywood film, man. It seriously looks like a big studio movie. That's like a big name actor, the guy with the white hair, though, isn't it? It certainly looks like it. It's been a bad guy in like Jean-Claude Van Damme films for sure. Whoever, okay. uh oh, oh, we just violated some kind of copyright by playing this fan. <laughs> well, it's fan film. Chuck's gone. <laughs> the broadcast is over. So, Al, you got you got some material prepared in, in case of emergency, right? Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! You burned it with your death watch. During <laughs> I did. I could have been talking about. I took. Could have been talking about Carl. Oh there, he is. oh there. Hey, yeah. I could have been talking about Carl no, Reiner while he was uh, frozen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, that guy is very, very familiar. Like he's he's been in a. Uh, he's played that bad villain before, yeah. and I swear it's been in like a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. If they can raise yeah. enough money, and you've got a celebrity who's desperate enough, you can sometimes get people in there. I've seen. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw a clip of a fan movie that actually got Walter Koning to come in and play Chekhov from Star Trek. So it was like oh, wow, the wow. real guy to play Chekhov. And he was like old, obviously, and uh, uh, like an admiral or something at that point uh, in the thing. But it was a fan film. Yeah, but like how that looks like you could just go to the theater and see it. It's about 20 minutes and it is really enjoyable. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts, I think, is the name. Yeah, that's what I was just pulling up the uh, pulling up the credits. credits to see if I could find him. Let's IMDb that guy. I'm going down on Derek Roberts hole. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> you know the You're right. I know this guy's been in something. He was in the Dark Knight and the Expendables. Yep. 
And the specialist. Uh, he's a Schwarzenegger bad guy, I bet. You know what? All the, the people over at IMDb are looking at these quality fam films going, ah, crap. Like, how are we going to keep <laughs> up with all this? Now I've got to add stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. That's why I know him. Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs is great. Was it really? I got to check that one out. I like the premise. Yeah, Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs was a lot of fun. Yes, you're either a cowboy or you're a dinosaur. Was it Cowboys Dinosaurs? I thought it was Cowboys versus Aliens. Yeah, that and that was a comic book. Well, that's too. the one with uh, Daniel Craig, isn't it? So this yep. is Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Yeah, Daniel Craig is in Cowboys versus Aliens. I think isn't Harrison Ford uh, okay. in that too? I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, no, this guy Eric Roberts has been in a Talking Cat, as well as Cowboys versus Dinosaurs, The Wrong Roommates, Monster Island. You know, the funny thing, I think I have the I think I have the Cowboy vs. Aliens comic book. I have no idea how. But I think his most well known role is that on Human Centipede 3. What? Oh my god. <laughs> now you're making stuff up. No, I swear to God. Hold on, I'll bring it back up on my phone. Human Centipede 3. Oh, for Christ's sake. I don't know. That's your Eric Roberts hole. <laughs> Turn all the way out of this one, Chuck. Come on. <laughs> Full steam ahead. We're pulling out of this Eric Roberts hole. Oh, I got this, Chuck. Is, is he still alive or has he died? Has anyone in his family died? He's still alive. How, 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 are his, how are his pets? Any dead pets? Oh, my gosh. I'm not following the man on Instagram. I'm just checking out his IMDb. He must have some heartbreak in his life. Let's hear about the heartbreak. Did, his, did a wife leave oh, him? For God's sakes. People, go and check out this Gambit movie because it's freaking great. I'm going to try and put this on our website and my blog so we can we can share it on our He's social media. He's still alive. He's tweeting about being on some guy's podcast. He's around. Don't <laughs> worry, Al. Not this podcast. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> but while there's an awesome Gambit movie that you can check out on YouTube, Disney Plus is putting a whole bunch of stuff over the next couple of Fridays on uh, on their streaming nice. service. They're doing throughout the summer. Every Friday, they're putting something up there that's kind of a big deal. Like this Friday... Uh, the Hamilton movie is oh, going to be right, on there along, right. with, along with the Mighty Ducks. The first Mighty Ducks movie is being added to Disney Plus. Cool. Uh, oh, yay. Fr- now we can see Goldberg before meth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next Friday is X-Men Days of the Future Past. That's going to be on Disney Plus as well as Solo, the Star Wars story. The Friday after that, X-Men Apocalypse is going to be on there. Uh, the Fox uh, properties back, huh? Yeah, uh, the the latest Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be on there, the 24th. Incredibles 2 is going to be on there July 31st. And then the original X-Men movie hits August 7th, along with the Peanuts movie. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be August 14th. And the original... Oh, Al's favorite, Beauty and the Beast. Sweet. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, August 21st. And then August 28th, the live action, Al. movie. I'll be busy that day. Oh, man, Alex got two big weekends ahead of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 2005 Fantastic Four movie with uh, Chris Evans as the Human Torch is going to be on there August 28th. And then the Wolverine sequel, not the X-Men Origins Wolverine, but the one that's just called The Wolverine is going to be on there September 4th. So a lot of the Fox movies that were missing out of because they weren't the Marvel Cinematic Universe are all getting added. Yeah. Nice. And speaking of streaming services, there's a rumor right now that the uh, Harley Quinn show that's over on the DC Universe uh, streaming service is going to get moved to HBO Max. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they've already moved uh, Doom Patrol from uh, the second season of that dropped on HBO Max instead of on uh, the DC Universe app. That's cool, at least for me anyway, because I know that you uh, I never got around to watching it on yours, Chuck. And I know you, right. it didn't sound like you were planning on keeping your DC thing for another year. It just wasn't worth it. Yeah, I mean, I've still got it for a year, but at the same time, it's like they do everything half-assed on that service. So, like, if you want to just take the movies and TV shows off it and then focus on the comics, then that would be great. Yeah. D- tell me if, uh, if this feels right to you, Chuck. It does sometimes feel like DC is obviously always a little bit behind Marvel when it comes to stuff they put out. And it seems like they're almost like competing too much with marvel where it's like all right just get something out where they don't spend enough time on it yeah i could see that absolutely where they when they when they see the biggest competitor right. is doing something right then it's so, like okay we have to do that it's almost like you know what you're number two 
you'll always be number two. Just accept that and put out the best product you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, wrap yourself up and just deal with it, number and, two. And you know, and this comes from somebody who does prefer DC typically over Marvel. Even though Marvel, I obviously I love Marvel as well, but I, I don't know. I lean towards DC characters, so it's coming from a DC fan. Like you're number two, just admit it and relax. And that's the the funny thing too, because I I can compare it to like professional wrestling, where there was you know WCW and WWE back in the day. And now there's AEW and NXT. AEW is doing a thing this week and next week called Fighter Fest, which used was was a pay per view last year, but they obviously can't have live crowds, so they're just gonna make it a two week event. And as of like last Friday. WWE decided NXT was also going to do a two-week event and call it the Great American Bash. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was reading headlines about that. Yeah, so it feels very similar on the wrestling front is what you know we're talking about with DC and Marvel, where it's yeah. like, oh, you, they've got a great idea over there. Let's steal it. Yeah, the difference yep. is I think WWE is probably still the number one dog, and they're like, hey, our little baby brother's got something cool going on. We're going to do it better and crush them. Right. Yeah, it's more of a bullying tactic yes. than it is like, yes. hey, we got this great idea we really want to bring to the fans. It's more right. like, hey, AEW, quit swinging. You're swinging from our pubes now. Right. <laughs> it, it would be like the DC Marvel thing would be more like if AEW was like, ours is called Ladders and Tables, not Tables and Ladders. yes yeah yeah i remember hearing somebody talking about the wcw wwe days uh and and the the phrase was if you're number two then you always tell people how much better you are than number one but if you're number one you never acknowledge number two sure yeah yeah exactly just like mcdonald's versus burger king burger king's always tweeting about mcdonald's mcdonald's doesn't tweet about anybody but mcdonald's right wait a second i guess we can't talk about checkpoint xp anymore then is that almost immediately makes it come true? Hey, now. I don't know how I feel about that one. And James is stuck in the middle. Yep, for sure. He's yep. the middle child. Whatever, James. We had I'm you gonna, first. I'm going to have to. I got to side with Checkpoint XP, man. They're cutting me checks on a weekly basis. That's true. You're getting paid to do that. We're not getting paid for this, I mean, really. I'll write you a I check, James. But survive. I, I'll write you a check, but it might say <laughs> void all over it. Oh, well, that's not going to do me any good. Uh-oh. <laughs> Chuck lost us, but we got Chuck. We can hear Chuck. We, we can hear Chuck. Can you hear us, Chuck? Oh, wait, it's a super mega mega meltdown. Uh-oh. Now he looks frozen. Waiting for him to have a super... Uh, super. Did I lose you too, James? Dear sweet Christ, I'm here alone. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what the Come f- I was going to do. I was like, oh, no. I've lost everything. <laughs> Finally, like the, <laughs> no, it no. was, it was wrecking day. I've been living a lie on nerd radio for years that I have interesting stuff to say, and it was reckoning day. Everyone's about to find out how boring I really am. <laughs> or Al is going to have like a, a Fight Club moment where he realized he was really Tyler Durden, he's really Chuck Bean, and he's James Campbell, and he's James. Yeah, neither well, one of us are, are real. I'm like, I'm like, where'd this drawer yeah. full of thongs and dongs come from? I don't remember buying any of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What a collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so impressive. Somebody's been spending the King's Ransom on all these toys and thongs. and <laughs> the King's Ransom, yeah, exactly. No wonder I can't afford a decent place to live. I have this drawer full of dogs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you got to pick and choose sometimes, you know? Yep. <laughs> luxurious dongs or luxurious living space. Well, when I have that realization, first thing I'm going to do is search for the Chuck Bean comic book collection and just read through it for a while. Speaking of comics, Al, I got a comic for you. Uh, This week is the fifth week for stores. So typically this is when a lot of the publishers don't put a lot of stuff out. Sure. And uh, Image Comics took advantage of that, as well as the fact that, you know, the stores could use a lot more foot traffic Mm -hmm. by bringing back the Walking Dead. Really? Can you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's a one-shot called Negan Lives. Is it uh, Robert, Robert Kirkman? Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adler, the artist and writer of uh, The Walking Dead, return for a one-shot with Negan. What are the chances you picked that up for me at your store? Oh, are you kidding me? Of course. <laughs> Thank this you. Is, you, see, you see this copy? I'm flopping around. This one's yours. Oh, <laughs> don't flop it too yeah. hard. It's going to be in great it's condition by the time up. you get it. <laughs> Yeah, nice. You know, you like it nice and floppy. Chuck, stop yeah, flopping fold- my Negan. 
I only got a couple pages in, so I folded this one over. I hope you don't mind. And uh, there's a little bit of peanut butter on page three. I'm going to murder you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Don't get in any, hey, don't, uh, don't get in any car accidents or anything, because what I just did on a podcast is now called premeditation. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be driving to work later on this afternoon just thinking to myself i was like yeah i could just veer off into that wall wouldn't even be my fault <laughs> right it wouldn't even be my fault <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i do i will say that uh you are at the store and uh, my credit card's on file there you do use your discretion wisely because you brought me the surprise issue of the boys I do. And, and there's another issue of the boys that I picked up for you. Um, and and last week I had to think about it. I, I put it in, in your box and I thought about it for a week, but there was a $10 80th anniversary Green Lantern issue. Oh, wow. You, did you and get it? I was it? like, ah, I did. Okay. Yeah, no, I would. I would definitely I, would like that. I guess that you I guess that you would want it specifically on the fact that there is a Jeff John story in there. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know, Green Lantern's so, one of my characters that I'm still collecting anyway. So that's like anything Deadpool or Green Lantern. I want that. I'm just, you know, yeah. updating my comic book list with my comic guy right now. Don't don't mind us, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I just want to take yeah. it away from the conversation. You like him dead or you like him all green and lit up. <laughs> dead and green. Sometimes both of it's the walking dead. Yep. Yeah. Well, here's a story I saw last week in New Zealand. They're getting ready to uh, make a Lord of the Rings TV series, and they put out a call for funky looking people, a talent agency ad ad asking for people with long, skinny limbs, facial lines, acne scars, missing bones and large eyes. Missing bones. Hello, physically deformed people. Basically, this Please is come to us. It's a modern ad for a what used to be known as a freak show. Yeah. Yes. I do like the idea of just missing bones. Like, do you still have the arm? Does it just flop around or whatever? <laughs> it's just, just I wonder how many ads they bought on a certain dating site. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what farmers only dot com type of dating site are they buying ads to place, you know, this call to action on? Oh, see, I thought you I thought you were implying that they like found the like paraplegic dating site and we're going through. <laughs> oh, it I mean, like, that, it wouldn't shock me. You know, I, I was <laughs> just. Guy, hey, wheelchair Betty, come make your living as a freak show a- a- actor in the new Lord of the Rings. I was just in Tennessee. We probably could have found some of the hill people there. It's oh. entirely possible. But yeah, it's been, a, are you passing out flyers for this, Al? <laughs> I'll go drop off the flyers, but I'm probably not coming back. He's got a side hustle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Lord of the Rings television show that apparently Amazon Prime is working on that they're filming in Auckland, New Zealand. Yes. So if uh if you consider yourself funky looking and uh are looking to move to New Zealand for a year or two for work. Yeah. I am, there you go. I am looking forward to watching this. Uh, I know that the the way it's been described before has been this is Amazon Prime's answer to Game of Thrones. Now you can't manufacture the success that Game of Thrones had. I know James is not a fan of Game of Thrones. Um, I'm a, I'm lukewarm on it, but you can't deny that it was hugely popular. And sure. it's, it's just that that similar. I think they're kind of going a smart move, though, with having something like Lord of the Rings that people already have an affinity for rather than just yeah. like, hey, this swords and fantasy thing was popular. Let's make our own cookie cutter version of that, because that doesn't usually work out. At least you've got a franchise that people are, you know, people know a little bit about right. i just can't imagine like the the picture in the article shows one of the orcs from lord of the rings uh-huh. and i can't imagine that they want weird looking people so that they can make them sit in a makeup chair for four hours to turn them into orcs so like what in the world oh, absolutely of the rings they probably do or right it'll save them some money on prosthetics if you got a droopy face with your eye down here that's one less prosthetic they gotta <laughs> spend money that's, on. that's why they want the funky people exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's a cost-saving uh, initiative. Come on, guys, are you blind to this? Why else? They just dunk. The, they just they just like pour a bucket of paint over this funky-looking person and send them out. Yeah, yeah. you Were come you in a horrible accident. There's a majority of your body burned. Call us. We will put you in a TV show. Yeah, you, you get you walk in there. You get the ugliest guy's got a 9 a.m. call time. 
No, yeah. ma- no makeup required. <laughs> so they can paint them green. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing about this uh, series, though, is like if you go watch the extended version of The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings movies, like you already have seven seasons worth of content right there. Those goddamn That's movies really are so true. long. That's absolutely true. You could spend your entire Fourth of July weekend just watching those damn movies. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take another break here. I've got a couple more things to get to. A uh, the the new Last of Us video game actually has a mini game that I'm super super excited to check out. Uh, also, it sounds like I may never ever get to go to the movie theater ever again. Which and that's means sad. no. Uh, what is that uh, New Mutants movie for you? And oh, uh, an emulator that turns Nintendo games from the 8-bit NES into 3D games. All next on Nerd Radio. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Roger me, we'll call me anything. Hello, hello, Earth. And now, back to the nerds. Hey, we're back with more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Chuck Bean, Al Beck, James, all here for another week in Nerd Radio. You know, guys, um, I was just looking online. So Metallica just did this thing where they separated all their songs into brackets yeah. to find out which song was the coolest. And we're doing a similar thing over on WRAF.com with like 90s and 2000 songs. Right. We should do a Nerd Radio bracket. What would but we do? Will anybody participate? <laughs> You got 37 well, votes on your on your game thing. I did. So at least like 30 people. But yeah, we'll so we'll separate okay. uh nerd radio personalities into brackets and see who Oh no. <laughs> you gonna pit us against each other? Oh man. That's not even fair. So, like, James has the most Twitter followers. He's got more than both of us combined. <laughs> I'm so, fine yeah. with this competition. What's the prize? <laughs> You're the king of nerd radio, I guess. In fact, oh, the I, king. It's good to be king, boys. I don't think we even have to do it because uh, let's let's. Okay, so the first bracket will be uh, myself and James, and then the other bracket is Al Beck and Jefferson. Oh, yeah. uh, which means sweet. Which means that the finals are going to be Jefferson and James. Right. <laughs> uh, I will crush you, Jefferson. Oh God. <laughs> and the, and then James wins. So there we go. You don't even have to vote. There you, that was easy. Sweet. Well, hey, great idea, Chuck. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, you know what? I would love the uh, a chance. To, it's like a it's like a reunion to go head to head with Jefferson once again. We used to spar all the time <laughs> on the podcast. Right. It I would think be everybody fun. has to call like a wrestling esque promo yeah. against the, their opponent too. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Now, I will uh, caution you, James, because if the prize is king of nerd radio, I think he's going to expect you to do all the show prep from now on if you're the king. So I think the king has servants, Al. The king has servants that take care of his petty business. Yeah. Deals with strictly king business. Okay. It's talking to celebrities and eating free lunches. That's it. Free lunches. That is the demands of the kingdom of nerd radio is free lunches and celebrity talking to. Yep, that's it. Well, speaking of wrestling, this is a thing that uh, came across my feed the other day that I'm kind of excited for. A company called Ravensburger that does uh, board games is doing a Royal Rumble card game featuring a bunch of. I would have thought it was a hamburger. (laughs) That's what you Ravensburger? Like, I want to try Ravensburger. Yeah. Ravensburger Royal Rumble hamburger is what it sounds like you're about to say. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, but the game gives up. Uh, slam your taste, buds. Sorry. No, it's all right. The game gives up to 10 people a chance to test their luck in uh, a Royal Rumble style match. And it features a whole bunch of WWE legends that you can play as like Macho Man Randy Savage, Jake Roberts, Ric Flair. Booker T, Batista. But the thing that's really cool about it, I told you guys before about how I used to play the WWF card game Yeah, back when I used to work at a gaming store. And that was like Magic yeah. the Gathering where you had to buy packs and decks and everything. This is a one and done game. And you would typically, when you'd see these types of games, they'd be like 40 or $60. This game's 20 bucks. Really? That's not bad oh, at nice. all. You could go on Amazon right now and pre-order it and it's $20. It comes out uh, at the end of July. That dude, that's awesome. That's a great value. Like you said, I mean, normally it'd be like 40, 50 bucks and then you got to buy all the expansions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's essentially a card game. It's these, these decks of cards of like signature moves for each of the wrestlers. And then you've got just regular moves like kicks and punches that everybody draws out of. I will spend 20 bucks on this game. I don't know if I'll ever get to uh, play a board game with anybody other than Amy ever again, but <laughs> true. <laughs> well, I guess you guys better get good at it. We could play over Zoom there, Chuck. 
Yeah, we're gonna play it over Zoom, so it's gonna happen. Yeah, all right, well, I, I gotta keep pulling all the Stone Cold Stunners and like Undertaker tombstones, and I'm just gonna annihilate you guys. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> this deck's completely randomized, <laughs> yeah. totally shuffled. <laughs> Another choke slam. What oh, the hell? it's a three. It's a three. Yeah, the three count pinfall. You lose. Yeah. Sorry, guys. How many tombstone pile drivers is in that deck? Yeah, yeah. As many I, as John Cena needs to win. I don't understand how he keeps giving me the mandible claw, but instead of Mr. Sacco, it's dirty underwear. <laughs> yes. That's an actual special power up card I found online. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Why is it handwritten in a Sharpie? Don't worry about the Al, because I'm out of printer ink, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the man, the mandible skid mark. <laughs> Taste the pain. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> well, here's the thing I found on uh, online uh, that's over on Steam as well as on that itch.io site. It's a new emulator called 3D NES that takes 8 bit Nintendo games and turns them into a 3D experience. Let me see if I can play this video for you, because this is fascinating. Looks like they got a little spy hunter going on. There's Mario. That looks awesome. Yeah, wow. Now, that's the Adventures of Lolo. That doesn't have a lot of scrolling in it, but it still looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some more Mario for you. There's the Batman game I was talking about on the NES. And it looks like you can move the camera around. So it doesn't actually turn the game 3D, oh, wow. but it gives you kind of a... Th- that Batman game is so hard to play. Oh, it was so difficult. Yeah. So, you know, you see... Chippendale. Your 2D game is still side-scrolling. Or like you can see with Spy Hunter there. And some Castlevania. It just gives it some depth so it looks 3D. Right. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't know what he's asking for. And I mean, obviously, it doesn't come with these games because it's an emulator. So you have to have the ROMs for these games. But that's uh, I was like, holy moly, I would I would like to see some of my favorite NES games in that particular fashion. Probably give me motion. That would be really cool, dude, because it still looks like the 8-bit. It just has the depth. So it's not like a total remake. It's just, you know, like cleaned up a little, I guess you could say. Yeah, and like I said, it looks like if you're using the VR headset, you can kind of like grab the screen and move it around so you can look at it from up or down and, and see the see the characters have some kind of 3D aspect to them. Yeah. Yeah, man, it adds a whole new dimension to gaming. Literally. That's what it's going for. <laughs> I'm glad we're on well, the same page then. <laughs> Deadline is reporting that uh, a lot of movie studios are nervous about the theaters opening in August and are talking about they may have to push things back even farther than they have. I know they pushed the Bill and Ted movie back to the end of August, which is a bit of a bummer, but I yeah. think that puts it in the same weekend as the New Mutants, which means that I can get all my movie you know viewing done in one day. Yeah. I can just go That's see good. The feature. Yeah. Well, well, one of the things one that it, the movie theater. One of the things it hinges on is Christopher Nolan's new movie Tenant is supposed to come out August twelfth, and uh, Disney's Mulan remake is supposed to come out on the twenty first. And they're talking about moving both of those back two weeks. And if they do that, it's going to move everything back two weeks. Hmm. And then, of course, if they continue to move things back two weeks, then I'm just never going to get to see goddamn New Mutants. No, you may not. <laughs> it's the movie you are never meant to see. Yeah. At least he got that cool Gambit movie I was talking about earlier. True. The YouTube fan fiction? Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah I guess that's what life has come 20, to, is YouTube fan fiction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. 20, 20 minute YouTube video compared to a Hollywood full length feature film. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, well, you know. I'm just. We got to take, take what you can get in 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love to see some nerd radio YouTube fan fiction so we can take a week off. <laughs> I'm Mr. No Days Off. I can't take that. I got to be in the <laughs> yeah. fan fiction, too. <laughs> well, you are our fan, though. It'll be you, Ghoul, and my mom. <laughs> and unfortunately, now that you've introduced it into canon, we would none of us would be wearing pants. Ah, oh, crap. In this fan fiction. Perfect. One more thing before we go. So The Last of Us 2 came out a couple of weeks ago. I haven't played it. I've taken it for granted that you guys haven't played it either. But uh, Too scary. Correct. Yeah, one of the things in it is that the uh, lead character, I believe her name is Elle, 
can play guitar and there's a mini game that goes along with it. And it's not, it's not like an animal crossing where I'm just punching a button and it's randomly picking notes. Like you can actually affect what chords you're playing and people online have figured out how to play a whole bunch of songs with this. Let me pull this oh, wow. video up. So yeah, th- this person here figured out how to play Californication by the Chili Peppers. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it looks like you can, with the right analog stick, or maybe it's the left one, you affect what chord you're playing by pushing it in a particular direction, and then you can strum using the touchpad on the uh, PlayStation controller. So that way you can finger pick. So beautiful. What a beautiful tune. (laughs) I'm impressed that they figured all this out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pink Floyd. Listen, if there's one thing we've learned over the years, it's that a nerd with enough time can do anything. Yes. Yeah, at least 305 episodes of anything. Yes, and as long as they don't have to stand up or <laughs> they run out of Mountain Dew. Yeah, it looks like you can also change the chords based on the uh, like the right and the left bumper. Like if you need a minor chord or a major chord. That's cool. It's fascinating. I, You know what? I wasn't really interested in The Last of Us, but I can't. I It's so stupid, but now I am. I just want to sit. Here. Oh, you just want to see what uh, Smashing Pumpkin songs? You play. Yeah, I just want to sit here and play with the guitar game. Here's the acoustic version of Zero. <laughs> blah, 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 blah 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 blah. See if I can figure out how to make the little harmonic sound. All right, well that's gonna do it for this week's Nerd Radio. That's all I got, fellas. I'm just like enjoying the uh, out, huh? the Last of Us guitar right now. Yeah. As it plays us oh, out. Would... Yeah, exactly. Anybody else die while we were talking, Al, that you want to fill people in on while we've got this acoustic music behind us? Uh, there's a squirrel out my window that's not looking so hot. Oh, no. Oh. All right. We'll, we'll follow... open it out of its misery, Al. <laughs> follow us on social media, Nerd Radio 101, and, of course, meet us back here for more Nerd Radio next week. Guys, thanks for your time. Take care, guys. Later. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. I have spoken. He brings nothing to the show except actually recording the show. All so right, that I'm Al gonna... can send me his recording of the show, and then I'll use that instead. <laughs> yeah. He's useless. <laughs> Man, listen Someone's to that. Al, Al is great at guitar. Shut up. Listen to that. Is that you playing guitar? Oh, my God. Serenade us, too. He's so Give good. Vocals. Got these face melting rips. Come on, let's back it up with some Come on. vocals, Al Beck. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs>